What's going on, everybody? So I'm up early. I have David Isherwood on, the owner of RCGP, good friend of mine, about RCGP not doing a season in 2020, unfortunately. So welcome, David. How are you? Hey, Keenan. I'm good, thanks. It cracks me up, your your introduction. It always makes me think you're putting on a slight English accent with your everybody. Do you know where I get it? It's, it's like I'm trying to make it my my theme like what's up everybody you know yeah i know it just sounds a t- it goes a tiny bit english to my ears that's all well i am english but just not english <laughs> from england like you know i'm from bermuda yeah. but you know, yeah you know it's um but welcome thank you for coming on uh we chatted a lot yesterday obviously i'm a little bit dis- i'm very disappointed that there's not going to be no uh 2020 season i'm sure you are i'm sure the public is so i thought this would be a good chance to get you on here so you can uh explain or tell everybody what's going on and why this happened and what's the plans going forward so yeah i don't know i guess the first question i would ask is after a very successful year first year ever doing this no it's never been done okay it had ups and downs first race was good the the second race was it was good but it wasn't as many people going to it and italy was the same but with an outstanding finish in America, which opened up the public's eyes, you know, I was looking at comments from people all over, the, you know, who was asking when the dates would be and whatnot. I know this was a very hard decision to come by, but how, how did it how did it happen? Why? Like, how did you come about to make this decision? Uh, well, first of all, I'm really disappointed. Um, everybody on the sort of RCGP side of RCGP is really disappointed. Um, myself, Joseph. Um, the teams, all our, you know, all our personnel, Matt and, and Nick and, you know, all our guys, everybody's really disappointed. So, um, how, how did it come about? Well, uh, yeah, we, we couldn't put on as good a season as we did in season one. We didn't want to put on a substandard season. Um, so rather than than rush things or or uh you know start dropping races we took the very difficult decision that it was better to do nothing than to do something uh something less than it you know less than we wanted something half assed um, yeah and you know you were you were kind about season 1 i think i think by any measure we did a we did a great job you know mm-hmm. um we can came up with a plan and 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 completed it and uh, gained a lot of support sort of through the industry and online. Um, yes, there were, you know, a few problems, but it was the first season and I'd never put on a race before, not a single race, I don't think. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe back in the day when I was a kid with some friends, you know, we might have put on something that we thought was a race. But, yeah, you know, um I don't know. It's 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 been a difficult uh, a difficult off season, and mm-hmm. yeah, really disappointed and reeling a little bit. I haven't quite got all my thoughts, you know, in order. But I'll answer your questions best I can. Yeah, um, I get that. Like it's kind of, you know, I found out yesterday, and it's still kind of. I was really disappointed yesterday. You know, we talked, and then th- this morning I woke up and I was like, "Well, it's nothing that can be done. We need to look forward to." planning this year and going into 2021 and yeah you know i'll probably be busy fielding a lot of questions over the next few days but i i really feel disappointed for the people that were looking forward to going who didn't get a chance to experience this last year and the people that wanted to experience it again they they will get another chance but it's just not going to be this year so i feel disappointed for them but you know i uh, anyway Let's. Yeah, I mean, I I understand. I I do too. Um, not you know, not many people in RC know me, and and uh, saying this won't mean much. But therefore, um, but I feel really disappointed. I hate letting people down. You know, my my friends, my family. You know, uh, sort of business associates or or 
not not to be impersonal, but sort of customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people who enter the races are are customers of RCGP, I, I guess, for want of a better description. And I feel terrible letting them down. Um, you know, if anything went wrong in season one, I felt bad. If they had a difficult race, I felt bad. If if a tire came off a rim, I felt bad. So, yeah, I feel really bad that that people. Um, aren't going to get to experience it. And the teams, you know, that we worked with closely, it's kind of messed them around a little bit. Um, I was talking to, you know, some tracks and, and uh, we'd already announced that we were going to go to Germany. So, yeah, I feel really bad for, for letting these people down. Um, but I think in the long run, I think in the long run, it is still the right decision. Um, yeah, because I actually got in a conversation with somebody and they were like, oh, it, it's, you know, it's got to be a way. It's got to be a way. I was like, I, I think I was trying to explain to him. I said, look, man, this, you have to understand, this isn't just about a race. He's like, well, what about entries? I was like, look, uh, we know the, the business model for most RC races is as many entries as you can because it has to be paid for because nobody wants to lose money. Yeah. I get that. I fully understand that. So they have to sell as many entries as they can to pay for what they spend and make some money. Uh, you know, I have nothing against that. That's the business model that RC goes around. Is it perfect? No, I don't think it's fucking perfect at all. And I'll swear in this podcast because it's mine. And I was like, you have to understand. It's not just about the race. It's a production. And I said to him, I said, I didn't fully understand it until I went there and was a part of it. And yeah. I said, you don't know the amount of work and effort that's going in behind the scenes to bring what you see I mean, on, I, on, tele, on, on the computer screen. Yeah, I think, I think people who go to races, people who follow RC and people who put on races have a choice to make. Um, you know, people who put on races can do it for their own benefit or the local club or the local races um, or, or for the industry. And by that, I mean... You know, it sort of depends where the money goes a little bit. Um, you can put all the entry fees in your pocket. That's totally fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, you can return it to your to your local racing community by making the fees really low. Heavens, you could make you could make the races free, um, or you could return it to the broader community by telling people about the race by by streaming it. By I don't know, there must be ways these days where you can set up a little camera of your own that links up to. I mean. I'm just not an expert in this. Mm-hmm. My only experience is working with Nick and Matt. So, you know, where you can set up a little camera that, that you know, probably Wi-Fi to your own YouTube page or something, and it, it'll show your little race, but but people could, could follow it. So, yeah, I mean, pe- people need to decide what, what they're trying to achieve and what they want. But also I was listening, I think, to you and Joseph talk about because I'd followed it a little bit, Davide racing some on-road race. And I think you said that you, that you couldn't find it being streamed anywhere mm-hmm. or find or find much information it about it. It was the Worlds. It was the first yes, Worlds for, and, this, for this class. And it's a Worlds. So, look, I'm not going to criticize anybody else. I'm in no position to, um, given the announcement we've just made. But I'm learning all the time. And, you know, we took the decision to to tell people about RCGP, not just by having a website and announcing dates and then telling people the results, but by providing basically a television program for free at every race. And that is extraordinarily expensive. And I don't begrudge paying the money to, to the people mm-hmm. who, who made it happen. I don't begrudge it. In the least, um, uh, Nick's team, Matt yeah. and James, and, and of course, let's you know, actually, Chris. Let's break that Chris, down for Chris people. Taking, sorry, well, sorry, I was just going to finish by saying, yeah. you know, Chris taking photographs mm-hmm. and so on. And of course, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, background stuff that goes on, sort of IT wise. And yeah, um, can I break that down for yeah, people so, so they understand? Of course, I was there at, at RCGP in the USA. First, you had the five man control team, uh, Nick. James, Matt, Ash, and I'm sorry, I forgot the other young man's name that won the cameras. I was watching Zach. Zach. Matt was furiously going up and down. He was busy. He he looked so calm and in, in control, but he was busy. 
you know, but he always had time to laugh and crack a joke and everything. Very great, great guys to work with. So you had that five-man crew to work with. You had the scorekeeper, Stefan, who's excellent at what he does. Like, I watched Stefan. He would look at, he was just staring at his computer screen and staring at the race, and if anything went wrong, he would figure it out like that. One of the best timekeepers, scorekeepers I've ever seen. Super smart dude, nice guy to work with. I, he's one of the silent giants of RCG because he sat there and watched that stuff. I was like, I couldn't do that. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then you had Mao, his wife, who came in, who did a great job, on par, uh, sorry, being a RD. Was, his, was he an RD or referee? Yeah, r- yeah, race director, we call him. Okay. Then we had Justin Wilde, who did a great job calling the race for the races as well. Yeah. Then you had me. My dumb ass was there. All that had to be paid for. And all and those Chris. People, yeah, oh, Chris sorry. And Chris. Circus. Chris, who came and provided all the... Sorry, Chris, who, who took all the pictures. What people have to realize, you had to pay for all of those people to come there as well as pay them to do their job. But wait, it isn't over yet because you still have to pay for the track. So yeah. even yeah, if you, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. So even people say, well, well, you need more entries. Well, the point is not to have more entries. The point is to have a production. What we, what you, what you done, you accomplished what you done. You made a production of a race series in RC. The first thing time ever, even if you had full 120 entries, it would not have covered the costs to bring every, to make that race happen. It would have Correct. alleviated. It did alleviate a lot of the costs to make it happen, but it didn't, uh, pay for everything and you guys knew that coming in so yeah. for anybody that's criticizing you know think about think about this would you pay all that money to know that you're not going to make money back yeah you i know? mean you know there's that you know you speculate to accumulate there's mm-hmm. a there's a there's an investment part and uh that's understood you know you're not necessarily expecting to make a ton of money well typically you're not expecting yes to make it to make a ton of money in the first year, and all that was understood. Mm-hmm. And RCGP RCGP guaranteed the budget um, to make sure that um, you know the season would be completed. Now, it, it, it was made a little trickier by you know one or two things that happened, but nonetheless, four races were planned, four races were executed. There's still a little bit more of season one to wrap up with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, that that was sort of announced. Well, it's never been a secret, but uh, the the video trailer that was announced today or posted today is part of that. So it's called Driven, yeah, it, right? Yeah, but it's it's a big it's a big production, um, an RCGP, and and no no more so than you know as I think I've you know gone on record saying no more so than other big races. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a pie to divide up, and it's it's pros no matter how you look at it who are supported by teams. We just made a slightly bigger distinction of them about them. It's pros, it's mass entries, you know, uh, hobby drivers, amateur drivers. Call you know we call them RC two, and the top heat in a normal race is just called you know I don't know the top heat or maybe it's the whatever. Um, and then sponsors and and a, a track. All races have those components. All races, um, or you know, the larger races, and that's not belittling smaller races. It's just you know, just the races we're talking about, and it and it creates a pie to be divided up. Now, some people return all the money to the to the drivers with I don't know prize money and and, no, and prizes. That doesn't happen. Well. Okay, well, I, I don't actually attend enough races to know. It didn't happen in my day. I was I was hoping it was happening there. Some races return it to the drivers, or maybe you know the the locals get to benefit because the track is improved once a year, whatever. Some races put as much money as possible in their pockets. I understand that too. Um, and uh, some races f- find a great balance and and you know manage to to have some media there and so on. But we decided to do it slightly differently because we were trying to address, um, you know, some of the common uh, things on the list of, of negatives about racing and races. And it's, uh, yeah, it's taken a little bit to put together. But I, I, I don't want to sound too much like I'm complaining. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to answer 
Yeah, I understand. Um, because the the facts the facts of our races are in front of everybody. I just don't think people have taken the time to to think about um, how they're put together financially or practically. You know, to understand uh, you know what a commitment what a commitment it is. But it, it isn't just about money. It's just that money is part of the story as to um, you know how these races are put together. It, it really is about the quality of the product and we don't want to compromise mm-hmm. that. Um, and, you know, certain races just carry on every year and that's fantastic and, and a credit to them. You know, some races are brought up to sort of the 20th and the 20th year of, of consecutive running as far as I know. But other races in the past have been... <clears throat> Uh, biannual, or possibly we'll do it next year. Um, well, the world is every we, two if, years. Yeah, but if, if we made a mistake, it was probably trying to, you know, kind of force a round peg into a square hole, which or a square peg into a round hole, which was, we didn't even consider not running a season in 2020. Um, and perhaps that was a, a, a consideration we should have made earlier. Mm-hmm. But we've made it now. So there we go. Yeah, I think there was so much hype after the race. It was like, yeah, we got to announce these dates. I know. I was excited to do that too because people were asking. Um, so maybe a little more thought going into this. But it's, it's like so it's so hard to do that when your last race is in yeah. October. Yeah, well, you, you know, know, the first the first season we had two years to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. The second season we had five and a half months. Yeah, I get that. Um you know, because, yeah, well, we had an infinite amount of time, as it were, to prepare for season one. Uh, I think Thunder Alley, what was that, the mid-October? Yes. And oh. then, you know, our next race, the first race was scheduled for the end of March. Well, it turns out five and a half months uh, wasn't enough to do it properly. And mm-hmm. by properly, I mean at least as good as, if not better than season one. And, you know... Yeah, um, because if you would have done a half-ass job, people would have been like, oh, this is this is crap. Look, they did so good, yeah. and they cut corners. But in order to make I, it happen, you have to have your team there. Yeah, um, I, I get it. We've set the bar pretty high for ourselves. Um, so we're damned if we do, and we're damned if we don't. Um, but, you know, what's important is is to, to do this well, not do it fast. So mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do. Looking back over this past year... Yeah. Um, well, actually, let me get this question in, out of the way. You know, a lot of stuff's going to come up about Joseph is the reason this failed. or I, I know people's going to, I know that's going to happen. Oh, it's all Joseph's fault and, and whatnot. Well, Joseph's also one of the main reasons this happened as well. Yes. He is yes. one of the main reasons, if not the main reason that this happened. What are your thoughts? What would you say to that person who's going to say that about Joseph? Uh. I don't, I don't know the exact answer mm-hmm. because I'm not in the heads of the people that Joseph annoys. Um, and he, goodness, he annoys <laughs> you. He, he annoys you. He annoys me. Yes. If you guys think it's um, bad dealing with him on Facebook, try dealing with him like over text. Yeah. Um, look, Joseph is a divisive character. Um, He's controversial, not necessarily because he's wrong, just because people don't like what he says or uh, they don't mind what he says, they just don't like the way he says it. Um, I, from my side of things, um, if Joseph is, you know, 10 out of 10 annoying and 10 out of 10 helpful, he works out to be, you know, it, it's, a, it's sort of a wash. <clears throat> he ends up being kind of neutral. Um, and that's that's not to undermine the, the uh, enormous amount of um, drive and motivation and ideas and help um, that has happened both in the foreground and the background with RCGP. But it's not to diminish, you know, what a, what a, how all those skills that help to, you know, create something can also be pretty destructive. So, look, 
I think his negative influence over time diminished. I think when RCGP was announced and Joseph was right at the front of it, um, because he has a platform, because he has an audience already, um, everybody was sort of very marmite about, you know, well, it's Joseph's involved, we are automatically going to hate it, or it's automatically going to be terrible. Um, that proved not to be true, I think. Um, so, so I think his influence was bigger negatively to start with and is smaller negatively now. His contribution uh, in terms of you know, helping to do things or creating ideas or making things happen has been pretty constant throughout. So, yeah, you know, I, in all the discussions I've had for season two, Nobody said to me, we're not doing this because of Joseph. That doesn't mean it wasn't because of him. Right. But, but ultimately, that isn't a reason that came up. Okay. So the, the success or the failure is all on Joseph's shoulders is just ridiculous. Um, it's a, you know, we, we, we survive as, you know, we succeed as a team, we fail as a team. For, for, for better or for worse, I'm the leader of the team. The success or the failure of RCGP, the success is certainly the team's success. The failure, if there's any shoulders to, if, if there's a failure, and if there's anybody's shoulders to put it on, it's mine. So that that's what I would say. But it's not a failure because you, it happened. It's just not going to happen this year. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. I'm just... Um, yeah, and that's what people I, have I, to realize, you know? It it wasn't a failure. It's just not going to happen this year. But let's let's talk about. Give me some of the. If you was to go back and start this over again, at the beginning of the year, what would you do different? At the beginning of like first of January. Yeah, like if you was coming into this, like what have you learned from this from this year? From sorry, from two thousand and nineteen that you wish you could have went back and applied from the beginning. Uh, oh, so what did I learn from season one that I wish we'd done Different. right from the very beginning? Yes. Um, golly, I'm I'm not. I think probably, but it would have been impossible to do. I'd have met with more people personally, but you can't. You know, maybe Formula One can jet around the world. Well, I'm sure they do and can. Mm -hmm. Formula One can fly to a new city. I don't know. You know, they, they can fly to a new city and meet with city officials and meet with sponsors and businessmen and meet with other motorsport people and say, hey, we want to do a race and this is how we want to do it. And they can go and meet with, I don't know, who are sort of teams that are being considered. Haas is a relatively new Formula One team and Aston Martin are supposed to be getting more involved. They can go and sit in boardrooms and sit in, in, in environments and talk face-to-face with people and build relationships and um, make things happen or not. Um, obviously, we're not Formula One, um, and by any measure, we're on a bit of a shoestring. Um, I think we've all become too reliant on text and email, um, and the way to get things achieved is with face-to-face -face conversations and a handshake, um, but we, and next best, of course, is a telephone call. But we all tend to text things, and things really get lost in translation. But it is a quick and, and good way to communicate. But I think if I was going to change something, it would have been an awful lot more personal interaction mm -hmm. with, with the community. Heavens, politicians, politicians know that that's the answer, which is, you know, shaking hands and... and um, Perhaps politicians aren't a great example. Oh, but they yeah, shake make, hands and kiss babies. That's what you got to do yeah, sometimes. But, but, you got to. But build, building relationships mm -hmm. is is the key. And um, I'm not great at doing that. But I think that's the single biggest thing I would have changed. Um, I would have. I would have. In in the way that I could, maybe conference calls and more conversations, and when at tracks, you know, more time with people. Um, that that's the single biggest thing I think. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, a lot of business deals are done sitting at a bar, having a drink with somebody or having lunch with somebody, you know? Yeah. So it's it's very difficult. I, I, I fully agree with you on that. I You know, we, we, we were a new, you know, the benefit of Joseph being out front sort of promoting season one was that people know him, love him or hate him, you know him. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have a relationship with him, whether it's a relationship of sort of respect or a relationship of hate. <clears throat> um, me, nobody knew me. A lot of people still don't. So I should have recognized that. Um, and, you know, Joseph knows RC inside and out, whether you agree with his opinions or not. He, he's, he's embedded in it about as heavily as anybody. Um, I'm not. I've just been a, a fan all my life and sort of driven on and off since I was, I don't know, 10. Um, so, yeah, I needed to build relationships. Um, but I think the mistakes have helped to build relationships far more quickly and strongly than 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 the positive parts, but that tends to be the nature of mistakes, doesn't it? That, you yeah. Know, you learn, you learn more from them. I can actually, I can actually agree with you there. I kind of wish you would have took the, like, been, I know like through our personal conversations, you never really wanted to be the face. And I was like, you're the perfect guy for the face because you're the owner. Um, I know you kind of still wanted to be in the background, but I think you did a good job once you did come out and become the face of RCGP. I just kind of wish you would have done it earlier myself, just like you said. But, you know, you, you are the face now. Um, you're responsible for it happening, but you're also, uh, you know, planning to do it even, you know. That's what people have to understand. Yes, it's a break. People's like, oh, it's, it's over. You know, that's, that's kind of how I thought too. But after talking to you yesterday, you're like, yeah, well, I'm going to take a few weeks off and I'm going to get back to this and we're going to work on season 2021. But I just want people to know like you tell me, like all the, the founding team signed on, team associated yes. signed on officially. So we kind of yes. officially, unfortunately, no other team signed on. Which I think, I think, as a as a consumer, people should ask why. If you run a certain brand, no, I'm going to say what I want to say. If you you run a certain brand, you should ask why you're, and you like RCGP, ask why your company didn't sign on. And then even going further, I know the main goal of this was to get outside outside of industry sponsorship, which has always been a thing people have wanted to do in RZ. JQ's actually been successful at doing that and wasn't was it just not able to get um, that extra funding needed to complete it from outside the industry or within the industry? Yeah, I mean, the, the founding teams, as I always refer to them, have been very, very supportive. You know, they're experienced, skilled guys within the industry. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've been, they've been great. Associated, um, officially supporting, or would have been officially supporting and hopefully will do in the future, um, you know, the Scampi Scuderia, Scampi Rosso team was, was a big win. Um, and, and we were excited about that. Um, yeah, disappointed that 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 other teams didn't see the value. Um, I, I'm not going to deny, you know, the sticker shock of an RCGP team entry fee, but we return a lot of value. It's a little bit like we try to return a lot of value to the racers on site with lots of track time um, and, you know, enjoyable racing. We try to return a, a lot of value to you know, supporters, viewers online with, with lots of content. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed more teams didn't choose to join. I think it was complicated by the fact that it's a world's year. Uh, that's taken a huge chunk mm. of time and out money. of the cap. Well, yeah, a huge chunk of time. First of all, I think, you know, with pre-worlds and yep. travel and maybe, you know, collapsing in a heap after the worlds to recover. Um, and yeah, I, a lot of money. I mean, I know move heavens. I'm more aware now than ever that moving teams around the world is expensive and Brazil having visited it, I know is, um, yeah, it, it's, it's quite expensive to get there. Yes. So, um, yeah, but I think, you know, one or two comments over the last 12 months on Facebook from, you know, supporters have said 
words to the effect of, hey, when's my team going to join? Well, yeah, you, you have a good point. Um, contact, ask your your team representative, the highest person you you know in any given team, and, and ask them exactly why they're not joining. Because honestly, I don't know. I'm not saying our product is perfect. I'm not saying everything we do is absolutely the right thing to do. But um, yeah, I, I don't know why uh, more teams aren't joining. I mean, we were criticized, you know, oh, it's not really, you haven't got the top drivers and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, it, that's not unfounded. We did the very best we could in terms of um, corralling support and, and getting people to sign up. Um, you know, the industry is both sort of top down and bottom up. The people who essentially pay the bills, the people who buy the kits, the people who buy the spare parts, ask why your team isn't joining. Yeah, um, I agree and with if, you. If, if you just hate us and hate it and think it's crap, fair enough. But if that isn't the reason, what is the reason? Um, but then it gets into choices and, well, you know, it's expensive and travel and we attend all these other races. Okay. But but something has to give. Um, yeah, something has to change. You can't but, but actually maybe, change maybe. things if you don't you don't change. It's like yeah. me saying, I want to lose weight, but I don't get up and walk, and I still eat and drink beer every day yeah. and expect to lose I, weight. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't want any other race to fail. No. But if, if, we're, if we're offering something better, then, you know, either other races, um, if we're offering something better, then other races have to match us. Or if we become more popular and they become less popular, then I guess it's, it's you know, it's evolution. It's a self-defining outcome. But, you know, uh, I have to be careful about being too... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Co- co- you know, considered to be arrogant because we've just postponed the season. <laughs> other, races, other races are entering the 16th, 17th, 18th yes, yes. edition well, of their race. But so. you also try to do something completely <clears throat> different from what's going on in RC right now. So... You, yeah, I no like to think so. No, I, I it's like not thinking. Think. It's not, when somebody tells me, "Oh, it's just another race." It's not. No, so. no. I think people, people that that did frustrate me a little bit during the season that we're just another race. Um, uh, you know, you can look at things and and hold your opinion. Um, I, I just, I, I'm never going to persuade anybody, but I. Uh, if that's their view, but I utterly don't share that view. And I think based on what we've done, it's even difficult for them to substantiate that view, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get online and fight about it. I'm just going to work on what I can control, which is, you know, making our race better. And at the moment, um, yeah, making it better and, and coming back stronger. Yeah. So what do, what happens now? Uh, what happens now? Yeah, now there's no races this year. What is your plan going forward? What are you going to do to make sure, what is the plan to make sure we start this again in 2021? Well, first of all, finish wrapping up season one, um, which the, the video that was released today, the trailer for our documentary series, docu-series uh, driven, <clears throat> which will tell the story, <coughs> excuse me, which will tell the story of the first season. Um, and then work to get uh, the next season um, absolutely lined up properly. Um, back to four races, back to multiple continents. Um, you know, when, when we announced the season and it was two in America and two in Europe. People were pissed off. Um, yeah, pe- people were upset, and I don't blame them. But again, <clears throat> um, it's not like we just sort of said, well, you know, screw the second, well, the other five continents. I think there are seven, right? Um, yeah. We just couldn't We just couldn't make it happen. Um, you know, this is, this, this is a tough egg to crack, putting on four races across the world, and we couldn't make it happen. But the criticism was still uh, justified. So getting back to, uh, you know, a broader spread to make it a proper World Series, um, 
getting back to four races, uh, making sure that, um, you know, once again, all the founding teams are involved, trying to expand to other teams who are sort of on the, on the fence of joining <clears throat> for 2020, reaching out to more sponsors in a much better sort of personalized way, as I've sort of alluded to already. Um, and yeah, just trying to get it set up correctly. Uh, and with a little more time and space and having learned an awful lot in season one and having learned an awful lot over the off season and, and um, now postponed. Uh, yeah, I, I feel really, I feel good about it. That's um, good. But, but like I've said, I think in, I think when Matt spoke to me in Austria, you know, this, this idea that this can be done without every part of the industry uh, or that we should or that we can is, is absurd because there aren't any races, I don't think, any of the larger races that are put on by one person or one entity. It involves the whole industry, whether it's sponsors or teams or, you know, uh, hobby drivers, those sectors of the industry have to be present to make larger races work. Um, and if, if we don't get support uh, from one of those sectors or get low levels of support from each of those sectors, it makes the job tricky. Um, but we have to put on a good enough uh, race that, that people want to support us. So, um yeah, just going to work hard at getting it, taking the time, which made season one successful, to make season the next season successful. Yeah, and you have a whole a whole year now to reach out to out of the industry's sponsors. You have a product to for them to see, and yeah. you just have to keep grinding, man. Like like I say, if you ain't grinding, you're sliding. So yeah, yeah. You know. We we have some time. The time will disappear very very quickly. Yeah, and, and the the danger of having a little bit of time is uh, a sort of a, you're a little bit less urgent about using it. You know, we can't do that because, um, you know, we've got to rebuild everything again. Um, but we have a plan. Uh, we have a portfolio of work as it were to show people what our product is. We have a plan. Um, and we're going to work hard to to implement it, just just as we always have done. The only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary. Um, <laughs> so we we just got to work harder. It's the answer to everything. Yes. What would you? We're going to wrap it up here soon. But what would you? You know, you know, and I know, it's going to be a whole bunch of I told you so's and all the people yeah. that hated it and talked all this shit yeah. about RCGP, all that type of stuff. What would you say to these people right now? Well, you know, armchair quarterbacking is really, really easy. <laughs> That's what I'd say to them. Look, I'm not, I'm not stupid enough to think that all the criticism is wrong. Criticism mm -hmm. is, is part of life and it's necessary and it can be used well. Um, you know, it's a good motivator. But well done. All the haters, all the people who said whatever they said, Great. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back and tell all your friends how clever you are and, um, you know, how you were always right. But ask yourself if you've tried to do this, if, if you've put a race together, if you've, you know, really given any thought as to the intricacies of doing something like this. Um, but honestly, I don't, I don't really care what they say. Um, we did in season one, exactly what we said we would. Um, we did something that's never been done before. Um, and uh, yes, we've struggled to repeat it as quickly, but we didn't want to do something that was a less, uh, a less, a lower quality product, a lower quality season. But we're going to work hard again and we'll come back stronger and perhaps with four races and so on and world's year, RCGP may, I don't know yet, may have to be a biannual thing on non-world's years. We shall see. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I'll take, I've paid far more, far more attention to supporters than I do to haters. What would you say to the supporters? Um, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for supporting. Thank you for believing in us. Um, thank you for watching. That is helpful. Thank you for attending. That is helpful. Um, perhaps the only other thing you can do is galvanize your racing friends and you know do more watching and more attending and perhaps talk to your brands talk to your you know it could be a could be a body shell manufacturer it, it doesn't have to be a chassis manufacturer necessarily and say hey look we like this we want this we believe in it you know why aren't you supporting it because you the know, power is kind of, in the people at the end of the day because those are the people that make the the people that race every day, every weekend are the people that pay these pro guys salaries and yeah. pay these companies. Uh, the, these are the people that really matter at the end of the day. You know, I kind of, I told you this yesterday. I was sitting there. I'm not going to lie. I was very disappointed. I was like sitting there and I was trying to edit uh, yesterday's podcast. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is what I said to myself. I said, why am I doing this? And then, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy ours. I love it. It's my passion. But I was really, I was really down yesterday. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I sitting here editing this podcast? Who wants to listen to me? Like, I'm, the, I'm nobody in this industry. Nobody. I don't have no nervous experiences, Joseph or any of these guys. But I'm one of these guys that love RC, that was a, that's a club racer and, and, you know, used to travel to big races once in a while. So I'm sitting there in my self-pity. And like, then I got a message from somebody and he says, Hey, it's 11 o'clock. There's no podcast. I got a long drive to go. What's going on? And you know, they're joking, but they're serious. And I was like, that's why I do it. I do it for the people. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what they have to realize. Like the people have the power. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like you, Ken, and I'm nobody in this industry. Um, I was nobody as a racer. I had my little gang and had a great time. And, you know, there's one or two faces I, I, I know and can walk up to. Um, but on my worst days, I'm like, yeah, you know, screw this. Mm -hmm. It can all go to hell. This is far too much time and work and effort. But then I look at some of the comments and I look at the enthusiasm and I look at the colorful pictures and the video and, you know, the driver's being passionate and animated, both RC2 and RCGP. You know, I look back at the sort of the archive because my memory is not that good anymore. But no, I, you know, I think of all the experiences and the travel and I look back at the archive of footage and the, the laughs and the, the successes and the failures. And I, it just, yeah, I'm really driven, really driven to, to, to make it work and get pumped and think about all the things we haven't done yet that we want to do. You know, the goals of attending full-scale motorsport races and so on have not been missed. They just haven't been done yet because mm -hmm. it's a much it's a much steeper hill to climb than than I realized. That was naive of me. But before we do that, to be really attractive to them, we have to have and before we're really attractive to outside sponsors, we have to get our own RC industry house in order. And if it's not galvanizing around us, let's galvanize around another group or another race. But for now, I think, I mean, there are some great examples of races, uh, typically, typically, I think, on-road uh, electric. There are some great examples of, you know, races in, in shopping centers and that sort of thing. But let's galvanize around something and take this product to the wider world because when we are in front of an audience, you know, we do seem to capture their attention. As far as I can tell from, you know, the background shots you see in the shopping center mm -hmm. and so on. And, you know, we are every bit, I think, better than video games and better than virtual reality because you have everything. You're outside, you're learning teamwork, you're learning discipline, you're learning a little bit about engineering. You're certainly learning about hard work and dedication with practice and racing. You're learning temperament. You're learning, you're meeting people, whether it's rain, wind or shine, you're outside, you're traveling, you're interacting with people. 
you know, you might be learning how to talk to sponsors. You might be learning how to live up to your obligations to a sponsor. I'm sure some of these are similar for video gaming, but an awful lot of video gaming, not that I do it, in my understanding, is sitting in your room, wherever that may be, talking to people on a headset. Um, Well, I don't know. I feel like we have a lot to offer. So I still get really excited. We have some great ideas, not all of which we would have got to in 2020, but um, we have some great ideas. And I still get really excited about what we're doing and how we can do it better. And uh, I guess guess, uh, that will be the thank you to the supporters and that'll be something else to the haters when, you know, when we get a chance to do it all again. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. We're going to catch a lot of flack over the next few days, but that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. And no, you know what? People should really listen to this podcast so they can understand what's really going on. And I'm sure next week we've got a lot of call-ins and a lot of questions about it. And then Joseph can probably address it. Joseph and I, Yeah. but yeah, you know what? Look, look, there's going to be, there's going to be, Everybody or a lot of people are going to think they know the what's, why's, wherefores, and the ins and outs. There's only two or three people that do. Um, and rather than, rather than you know, rehashing this over and over and over and over again, uh, the team of people that you know really, um, you know, no, are really involved. We'll, yeah, we'll just get their heads down and, and focus on the only thing we can control, which is. Um, you know, doing it again, doing it better, coming back stronger. I agree. Well, I think we should shout out and say thank you to the founding teams that did support this. HB Racing, S-Works, Infinity, Beach RC, JQ Racing, Scuderia, Scampi, um, Associated. Did I, did I miss somebody? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm bad at listing off people. And all the companies that did support RCGP. Yeah, indeed in the first year and of course shout out and big thanks to all of the people that are probably disappointed right now and they want to see this happen and they were planning on going to this race i know you guys are disappointed but so (laughs) i'm just about i'm just as disappointed as anybody else because you know i was super passionate about this and i still am very passionate about it and i think it's one of the things that we need going forward forward in this industry and yeah i don't know david i think this was a great chat do you have anything else to add before we sign off uh no only to re-emphasize you know a massive thank you to everybody who supported um whether it was sort of a team or a driver or a sponsor um you know thank you and to you tracks. for sorry I'm yeah the, to well well no everybody i listen the, the trouble with thanking people is you always forget somebody so everybody knows who they are i'm extremely grateful to them um you know, it's a long list of people, um, uh, you know, and yeah. And thank you to the supporters and, uh, you know, we're going to keep working and come back stronger. So that's, if you don't hear from us for a while, it's, it's just because we've got our heads down Yeah. and we're getting, when we're getting on with, you know, like I said, the only thing we can control, which is, you know, putting together a great race and doing a good job. All right, David. Well, thank you for your time. Obviously, we'll be in contact a lot more. And um, I think people will enjoy hearing your heartfelt sentiments on this podcast because I can hear the passion coming out. And I don't hear that much from you. That's that's a good No, thing. well, I, I'm not a social media guy, so yeah. this is all a bit tricky for me. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll thank you. Thank you for thank you for speaking with me and... Uh, Yeah, watch this space. Yeah, heads up and let's get ready for 2021. Absolutely. All right, David, talk to you later. Okay, thank thank you, Keenan. Thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for for speaking with me. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so thank you, David, for coming on and sharing your thoughts. I know a lot of people are disappointed, and it's okay. Yes, I'm disappointed, and but things go on, and we prepare for 2021. And thank you to all of the people that supported RCGP from the inception that enjoyed it and got to watch it. Don't stop spreading the RCGP love because more videos are coming. The trailer looks awesome. And I can't wait to see this docu-series, man. And 
let's do it for 2021 and enjoy the racing this year some good racing coming up so remember rc is awesome rc is cool and we're all responsible for building rc and making it better all of us so thank you for the support and enjoy this podcast and continue to enjoy the no name rc podcast as well with some cool guests lined up for you guys remember if you ain't grinding you're sliding lefty up oh, nitrous glory to